Hey there, I am Tracy Brown, the fraud busting body language expert, and welcome to this edition of Fraud Busting. Now, this is our 50th episode, or so they tell me, and so there's nothing better to do on the 50th episode than rebrand the whole podcast. That's right. We are now calling this Truth, Lies, and Cover-Ups, and that's going to allow us to have a little more fun and uh, expand a little bit into some different types of interviews. So to help me along, I have invited my producer, and um, I'm just going to say one of my partners in crime, Alex. Guru. Guru is the word you're looking for. Guru? I don't know. I'm going to go with semi-criminal anyway um <laughs> anyway we do have a good time he is always up for my crazy ideas and he has been the one editing my podcast really since day one and if if they sound good and you like them thank alex if uh if yeah. you don't just send him a note don't just blame alex me. yeah, yeah. Don't call me. <laughs> so, so um let's talk a little bit about why I rebranded this. And that is because I have this top secret project that I've been working on. It was my pandemic project. And I have developed a TV series by the same name. Uh, it's called Truth, Lies, and Cover-Ups. And it's all about these jaw-dropping fraud cases and, and fraud situations that people tell me. So it's all based on a true story. Every episode is, is a different story. And we have shot a pilot and we're working on selling it in Hollywood right now. And Alex was a part of that. And mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about how things went on his end. <laughs> so the one thing that I just can't seem to wrap my noodle around, and maybe you could class, cast a little bit of light on this. Could you please, I, I understand there was a little bit of a meltdown surrounding uh, camera time and your hair not being perfect. Could you maybe explain that to us? <laughs> uh, I could explain that. And this came on the fourth day of filming and you gotta understand i'm footing the bill for all of this and i had 11 people working for me and um we we were doing an outside scene and the wind was going the wrong direction which was blowing my hair my camera guy who who i love my video guy chris he um he was not this is the wind attention. sound effect i'm doing here oh is that the wind oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it sounded like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he As you can see, I am an audio production genius, <laughs> and now you know exactly what goes into putting this on and how it is, Tracy, sounds so much better than what she originally sounds like. Usually when I get the audio files from her, it's a little bit like, I don't know, Alvin and the Chipmunks or so, and so I have to do a little bit of magic to uh, make her sound like an adult. <laughs> oh, stop it. Anyway. It's a challenge. Anyway, my hair was getting blown all over the place. My camera guy was not listening to me, and that did lead to... Uh, the only meltdown of the show. Uh, and fortunately, we did not get that on video, but we did get the shot once he adjusted things based on the wind. So um, mm -hmm. so the the show, though, is um, this this first episode that we did is all it's a true story. They're all based on true stories. And it happened to a friend of mine that found herself in a situation where she was informed that her family was underwater by about $350,000 mm. and her husband had not been uh, a appropriate with the finances in looking back, the signs were all there. The body language was all there. The, the, um, the deception was all there. She just didn't see it. And so, and that's not a unique story, is it? 
Oh, it's not. It's totally not. And it's it's happened. Uh, about four or five people have come up in my keynotes and told me that it happened to them after I'm done talking. But more, what's more interesting is when I show it to a couple, like a couple friends of mine, they're married. Uh, the wife will always walk out and say, you know what? We, we have stuff to talk about. <laughs> so, so, Does um, the guy ever say that? No, the guy never says that. Never, huh. ever. And of those people that, I mean, we know this is not a unique story, and I don't know how many of those stories you followed through a resolution, but how many uh, of these unique stories, or I should say not unique stories, end with the couple staying together versus them just bailing out completely on each other? Oh, that's interesting. You know what? I don't have a read on that. I, I, I don't know because actually the ones that have told told it to me, I believe that they've ended up splitting up. Because hmm. when deception runs that deep, I mean, marriage is based on trust. When deception is running that deep, it's it's pretty hard to rectify. That. Yeah, and, and they but, say that, uh, but that finance being the largest stressor in a marriage, typically. Oh yeah, well, and when it by the time it gets to three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars, it, it's a habit, and it's pretty hard to break spending habits hmm. like that. I think so. Uh, yeah, just just off off the record, I'd say most of them have have split up, but it makes for fascinating TV. Mm. And I I produced this, I directed it, I I coached all the actors on how to do the body language of deception just perfectly, and uh, you'll be fooled when you get to see it about uh, exactly how many lies there really are, many more than maybe what you'd think on the surface. So uh, I can't show everybody the whole thing right now. But you can see the trailer if you type in truth, lies and cover ups trailer on uh, YouTube, it'll come right up and you can see where we're headed. Truth, lies and cover ups. I like it as TLC. That's right. The, That's right. Initials. That's what we have. Little TLC. And Alex, you were in it. You were I in was. it. Why don't you talk about your experience in it? Oh, Lord. I had to call you boss. <laughs> and I have not quite recovered from that yet. <laughs> she wouldn't let me live it down. She wanted me to still be calling her. That, that was my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my experience, the biggest, the biggest heads up for me was uh, just how involved that process is, you know, to take something from the script process, which Tracy and I worked on the script in advance, just kind of playing with banter and, and finding what flowed and what didn't. On some uh, of the script. Now I did for the main part of the script, I did. I have should it. say. Just the stuff that she and I interacted with on yeah. camera is what we worked on. The main part was, yeah, that was all her. Well, the main, uh, it wasn't even me. It was me, but I had an Emmy nominated crime writer out of Hollywood. She was Emmy nominated for her work on, um, I can't even think of it. Oh, Law and Order, right? And she, she's a former executive at HBO. She's been around the block and she's actually been a fantastic mentor. I think she, uh, she got into it a little deeper than either of us really planned. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but she's she's just super knowledgeable, and I love having her around Judith Feldman out there in Hollywood. So, but me and Alex, we we did work on the script a little bit because we have a debrief part. Because it turns out I needed a secret hideout for this. And um, anyway, talk about so it, she Alex. hid in my living room. I don't know what the hell that was about, but that's what <laughs> she did. Uh, so, the like I said, the biggest heads up for me was just how much production. Uh, and how much time and effort uh, and manpower it takes in production to put on just a single scene, much less the entire uh, production that, I mean, the the episode itself is what, about 42 minutes of running time? Uh, well, we cut it down, but we okay. trimmed it. So it, it's 30, almost 35. And you had what, a week of shooting, shooting for that? 
Oh yeah. A week of shooting and months of editing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of, that was the big heads up for me that I had no idea that it takes that much time and effort and manpower to put out just 30 some odd minutes of, of screen time uh, based on what we were doing because there's multiple angles and different sound shots. And uh, let's shoot that again and again and again. And I got to get a camera over here and the light wasn't quite right there. And these guys did an amazing job, very professional crew. And, uh, and the actors that we, uh, I should say that Tracy hired for this, uh, very professional, very on the ball, and were exceptionally adept at learning all the body language cues that they needed to be able to portray uh, that tied into the deception that oh. was being perpetrated. Yeah, so, I was so impressed, so impressed. Yeah. And I hired, I, I, um, I auditioned a few uh a few different couples and ended up with Katie Sirica and Fernando San Miguel. And they're both here in Denver. Katie, uh, you can see her on Amazon right now. She's in it's ape versus monster. And it's a knockoff of, yeah. um, of Kong versus uh, Godzilla. <laughs> so she's, she's, I'm still great. disappointed. We didn't get to, uh, to uh, have auditions for the bikini contest part. <laughs> you remember me suggesting that that when I you were think, looking to I hire think. actors, we just need to put an ad on Craigslist that we're hiring actresses for a bikini. Well, I think that's because shooting. you you wanted a posse, and I said no. Yeah. Yeah. No okay. Posse. No posse for you, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> so, so we we story did of my have, life. No posse. Yeah, so. We 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 did have a pretty amazing time shooting it, and I can't wait until we can get this thing on TV so everybody can can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so when does that happen? Well, don't know. Don't know. We're working on selling it in Hollywood right now, which is an adventure in and of itself. And Judith, my writer, she told me that this was the hard part. And mm -hmm. I thought, Judith, you are crazy. This is the easy part. And she said, no, it's not. <laughs> and um, here we are. It's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. So um, so we have a lot of options out there and we're exploring all of them. And um, we'll see where we land with this. But it's I'm being told it's fresh and a in a, uh, in a good idea. So it's just going to take a couple people saying yes. Yeah. You're just like wild salad greens. You're fresh. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that came from. That it's just awesome. came out, but yeah. no, I'm curious about, so it's something I always meant to ask you, uh, cause you've done what 50 episodes of this podcast now, yes. and each one charts a different true crime story to a certain mm -hmm. degree. Now, the inspiration for the story that you used in this, you know, the you know husband going into debt mm -hmm. and dragging the wife with him or vice mm -hmm. versa. Is that uh, is that outlined in any of your podcasts? It is not. And here's why, because this happened to a friend of mine who mm -hmm. does not want to be identified. So she she may be on at some point. We might change her voice or things like that. But she she you know, it's not her proudest moment. Because yeah. she was not uh, paying attention. She just was, she was just completely eyes closed, rationalizing his behavior away. And then she, uh, she, she called me one day when they were getting ready for divorce. And she goes, Tracy, I'm in, I'm in debt $25,000. And I was, and she goes, I'm just going to pay it off and, and get rid of this guy. She called me a week later. She goes, Tracy, it is so much worse. It is yeah. so much wow. worse. I've got into our accounts. There is $56 in the kids college fund. And my home equity is a uh, home equity line of credit is maxed out at a hundred thousand dollars. And it just went on and on and on. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I've kind of gave away a little bit of the, of the show, but um, make sure you watch the trailer. Cause it'll, it'll, uh, it'll give you goosebumps. 
Yeah. And so in hearing that story, actually something popped up for me in that story, but now I've lost it. So maybe it'll come back to me in a bit. But uh, so I understand that that would not be her proudest moment. And in fact, what you were saying there about her reaction to this and how um, she felt like she should have seen it. And how did I not know this actually sounds like classic trauma survivor guilt stories about it's my fault. How did I not see this? When she didn't do anything wrong, it doesn't sound like. Well, she didn't do anything wrong, but she didn't do anything right um, in that she wasn't checking the uh, the accounts. Like you should just log in. Hey, see how the how's the mortgage doing? Is the four hundred one k growing? Oh wait, hmm. it's empty. Oh crap! Right? Like what happened? And all of these things, like just checking in a little bit can help. But he would always have some reason why he couldn't add her name to the account or just blocked her at every corner, didn't? He? Yeah, yeah. And it seemed yeah. nice, and it seemed okay. And and, and this is one that um, we didn't get to put in the show whenever she would ask about, because what he was doing was using the home equity line of credit to pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And she would ask him about, hey, did you pay the mortgage this month? Because that was his his bill. And he would always drop something or turn away or um, and figure out a way to not answer. So he was he was pretty, pretty textbook in what he was doing. She just didn't know what to look for. And so those are all tells when, you know, somebody's can be, yeah, it know. can be for, for him. It was right. Everybody has their own tells that uh-huh. you want to compare people always to themselves, but those happened to be his, you know, when you say that the thing that comes up into my mind is that, you know, I'm, I'm holding this pair of glasses, for example, and you asked me, did you pay them more oh, crap, you know, something along those lines, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be quite the tell, I think. Mm, yeah. But hmm. uh, you did pay your mortgage. I have a feeling. Yeah. I, ooh, crap. Did I? I'll have to come back and check that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm excited to see this thing come out. I'm really fired up to see it come out on TV and just to see the whole project come to fruition. And it's something that uh, I've said this before that I'm really impressed uh, with you, Tracy, and maybe for the first time ever I'll that stop. I can say that <laughs> sincerely, <laughs> but uh, that's not true. Uh, we give each other a hard time quite a bit and it's just in fun. But uh, this was something that really impressed me because this all happened pretty much during COVID. Mm-hmm. when a lot of people, including myself, kind of went into lockdown and it's going to be a wasted year. It's going to be a year of wasted time, if you will. Uh, and that's how a lot of us treated it. You know, we put on our sweatpants, didn't leave the house for nine months to a year. And Tracy, on the other hand, put on her big girl pennies instead of her sweatpants. She may have had the sweatpants over it. I'm not yeah, entirely were, sure yeah. about that, but yeah, she put on her big girl panties. She wrote herself a TV show and she went out and made the whole thing happen. And uh, in the midst of COVID, when, you know, may, pretty much the entire uh, crew was running around for days. They were shooting all this in their masks and their personal protective gear. Uh, so this, it would have been a whole lot easier to just say, you know what, I'll come back in a year and do this or two years and just put it off, which is what most people would have done, but not Tracy. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> well, overachiever, and that's why we don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, part of the reason I did it, I did it for a couple of reasons. I figured if it never ends up on TV, there's going to be two really good things. One is I can use the footage in my keynotes mm-hmm. and, uh, and that has been going really well. Number two is that I was going crazy because I'm used to being on the road. I am a high achiever and I needed something to, to do really. So my husband would not kick me out on the street because he could not deal with me. And, um, and it worked <laughs> just having that, having that focus and jumping into something. I didn't, I, I realized I had never been on a film set, except for the TV news shows that I'm on. So uh, I'd never, I, I was not in a high school play. I didn't, I just made it all up as I went and it came out pretty good. 
<laughs> so where does the podcast go from here then? Oh, the podcast. Well, we are going to have our same great interviews that, that we've had. Uh, we'll be able to expand those a little bit. And I thought it would be really fun if we saw a little bit more Alex in the podcast. Yeah, yeah or heard a little bit more Alex, as the case may be. So uh, we're going to play some little games just to kind of have a little bit of fun with the crime that we know about. And um should we just play play it right now? You want to just- let's jump right in. Yeah, I, I'm working on a, a title for it. Um, so the idea here is that I'm going to give you a, a couple of stories, two, three, four stories, something like that. They'll be crime related stories. Some of them will be true. Some will be false. Could be all or nothing somewhere in between. It's up to you to figure it out. And the real challenge here is that since I'm telling you these stories, uh, you can't rely on body language cues uh, to to figure out what's going on here. You're going to have to do it off your own noodle. And that'll be a real challenge. But in terms of the title, I'm working on titles. So we're dealing, we're dealing with true crime versus false crime. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure false crime is the right way to go. I like watermelon rind, true crime, watermelon rind, true crime, wasted time. Uh, Maybe blue lime. I think we need help from the audience on this. Okay. True crime versus what? Uh, versus false crime is the working title. And we're looking for better versions of that. Yeah. So send us a note so we can title this game, right? That would be fantastic. So let's just jump right into it. A couple of ground rules. Basically what we're doing here is, uh, well, I explained it. I'm going to give you some stories. You figure out if they're true or not, and you can kind of blurt it out anytime you want to, but we'll go through one by one and, uh, and you can rate them based on that. And we'll get you started with uh, the story of a homeowner who called police after waking up to find the lights on in her home and a pair of boots at the front door and water in the bathtub. That is creepy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep going to the next one. Cause I'm going to pick now. Do we know if just one is true or two or all three? Do we, do we have a read on that? You know, nothing. I know nothing. So I just had to pick. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, on this one, I'm going to go True. That one was true. Officers entered the basement of the home and saw the naked man running from the scene carrying clothes. They chased him and uh, took him into custody. Man was identified as, well, let's not say his name, but he is from Alabama. Well, of course, that's, (laughs) well, you know, uh, the other state um, would be Florida, I think, because crazy things happen. The panhandle of Florida is also known as Alabama and Florida. So okay. we're really close there. Uh, so next story. Well, There's wait, a banker. Wait, wait. I want to talk about this story. Oh, okay. What, what, um, do you think he just needed a bath? What, what was the motivation? Well, clearly he needed a bath, but so he was identified as well, 23 year old from Alabama. Uh, and he's also suspected of stealing a box truck from New Mexico, which was found abandoned and wrecked on Lookout Mountain. Now, you know where Lookout Mountain is. Our Lookout Mountain here. Yeah. Right down the street in Golden. Okay, okay. So that's in Golden, Colorado. And that's where this story did take place. So the box truck had been wrecked and abandoned uh, on Lookout Mountain. The truck's key was found on the guys, the suspect's property, according to police. So it was in his pants that he had taken off. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be pretty easy to wreck a box truck on Lookout Mountain. It's pretty easy to wreck a box truck anyway. I mean, you're going to get in one of those. And, you know, unless they have your driver's license and insurance information at the U-Haul place where you picked it up, it's really tempting to take that thing out and jump something. 
<laughs> and you would know. We, yeah, you would and, know. And those Alex, boxes do not stay on there very well. Sometimes it just tumbles <laughs> right off the back. <laughs> not that I would know because I would never have done that. <laughs> so there is the story of a California author named Catherine Tremell. Are you familiar with her? I don't know Catherine, no. She was arrested for the murder of a man she had been dating who had been killed with an ice pick oh, in his bed the night before. Mm-hmm. And get this, the murder occurred exactly as described in a book that Catherine had written a year earlier. Oh, I'm going to say true on that. I think true. Hmm. Her response to police, I'd have to be crazy to write a book about a murder I was going to commit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that is true. She is crazy. Yes. Yeah. That's Sharon Stone in the movie Basic Instinct. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Basic Instinct. That's why I pulled that one out there. Uh, so, I heard, though, in Basic Instinct, your favorite part is the miniskirt scene. I, I So that is actually the most I, I read something about this once uh, on TiVo where, you know, you can pause live TV, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. They collect statistics on, you know, on which sections of movies or TV shows get paused or rewound or rewatched uh-huh. uh, the most. And that is the single most popular scene, apparently, oh. of, <laughs> uh, of a movie being paused and replayed. Is oh, the no. Where she's got no underwear on and she spreads her legs. Oh, no. Sky. How many came from your house? At least four. So... Um, <laughs> There's always the story of a Florida police officer. Here we are going back mm-hmm. to Florida, mm-hmm. uh, Florida man, police officer convicted of extortion and unlawful compensation for forcing two 18 year olds to strip and run naked in order to avoid arrest. Wait, and this, this guy was a cop you said? Yeah. I'm going to say it's Florida. I'm going to say true. Absolutely true. Former Mikasuki police officer Michael Martinez appeared in court on Thursday. This is a couple of years ago. Uh, He was told he would begin his 10 year sentence. A teenage couple were on their way to a concert when Martinez pulled them over in 2016. Driver apparently ran a red light. There was marijuana and alcohol in the vehicle. Instead of arresting the couple, Martinez, the officer, lured them to a remote area where he instructed them to strip and then run naked. And he told them that doing this would get them out of arrest. Well, did it? Someone it did. else? He did not arrest them. He did, uh, apparently, according to the story, uh, attempt to get the female teenager to have sex with him. And she said no. Oh, uh, well, but he was convicted her. of extortion and unlawful compensation. Unlawful compensation. <laughs> Which I guess is that's the bribery to get you out of arrest is, you know, you're going to flash your goodies or something. Oh. running. Wow. It's a little weird to watch it when you're running, though. That's not quite the same. I don't know. I don't know what what people do. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so (laughs) that is our game. We need a name for. Oh, no, we've got one more. Oh, wait, wait. We have one more. One more. Wait, wait, one more. Uh, So there was a banker who got Mm. arrested and he was sentenced to life in prison for a double homicide of both his wife and her tennis pro lover. Both shot in their bed. So after serving 19 years in prison, he managed to escape and he embezzled better than $370,000 of the prison warden's illegally earned money. But get this, which the man who had been arrested had been laundering for years in order to receive special prison privileges. Wait, hang on, hang on. I know this story. This is Green Mile. No. Yeah. Yeah. Green Mile. Yeah. Tim, Tim Robbins. 
is not in Green Mile. That's Tom Hanks. No, no, no. No, it's not. Tom no. Hanks is not in there. Okay, you're just flat wrong. <laughs> it no, I am. What well, I, I so I think this is this is false. This is a See, story. this is my favorite thing to do to Tracy is to get her to the point where she can't finish a sentence anymore and she starts stammering all over herself. So she's half right, half wrong here. This is the Shawshank Redemption with oh, Tim Robbins. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah, and Tim Robbins' name in that movie was what? Andy something. Andy Dufresne. Yes. And Aha! his co-star that? was Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman's name in the movie was. Oh, I'll give you a hint. It's color. I can't remember. Red. That was his name. Red. Otis Redding. Oh, oh, OK. Yeah. Otis Redding was a singer. His name wasn't Otis Redding. Wait, I may have had that wrong. No, it's something Redding. I may have to look that it yeah. just happened to be on TV last night and I caught the credits and was uh, and reading that. And actually, I was, I was surprised to see that Dufresne was spelled D-U-F-R-E-S-N-E. Really? So somehow S-N-E is Ain. OK, that sounds French or something. Yeah, it sounds like or Alabama. You never know. Or, yeah, it could be. It could you be. know, you know what the uh, state bird of Alabama is? Uh, no mosquito it's not yeah it is. could be false. the flying roach that is false <laughs> uh well you know what the state flower of alabama is no satellite dish satellite dish yeah absolutely no. false 100% <laughs> false on that note the game is over okay <laughs> oh let's play some more if you want more fun games like this and of course the real crime hard-hitting interviews that that we've been used to doing go ahead download more episodes the next one will be out really soon and uh tell us how we're doing make sure you drop us a note i look forward to seeing all of you there <laughs> <laughs>